Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. It's the Late Show with Francie Weatherman. Try to make it exciting, though, but it's sad because, you know, we're doing it because of 
uh, Toby Keith's death, but at the same time, it's a celebration too. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with that one. That 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 yeah, is doing. Yeah, celebration of all we, this stuff that he's done. Yeah, we're uh, we did lose a legend. No question or doubt about that. Um, I think it took everybody. Well. I don't know if it took the world by surprise because, like, that um, – I wish that you guys could have seen the video that I was watching as that was playing. Um, yeah, he was little. Yeah, yeah, you could uh, you could see, uh, the, like, the words of the song, uh, my body's withered and worn and don't let the old man in. You know, in his last um, – a known interview that I saw on YouTube, uh, he said that they asked, uh, how did you come up with that song? He said that he was playing golf with Clint Eastwood. He was asking him <laughs> something about uh, what, uh, what. so what are you planning on doing? And and uh, and Clint Eastwood, and this was recent. This was, this was a couple of years ago, I think, something like that. And uh, Clint Eastwood said, oh, I'm, I'm uh, getting ready to... Uh, to uh, uh, do another movie, um, and um, Toby Keith said, "Then this is all paraphrased. Like, what? what what's your secret?" I mean, uh, and he said, "Don't let the old man in." And Toby Keith like yeah. went away with that, going, "That is that's a profound statement. I'm going to write a song about that." Damn, <laughs> that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. That that's another thing. I mean, that's that's another heartbreaking moment is the fact that he was such a fantastic songwriter. He was such a I mean, he he brought comedy. He brought wittiness to his songs. I I mean, I was not like a huge country fan. If you introduced me to a lot of country music, but even though I wasn't a huge country fan, I still knew who Toby Keith was before I even met you. And uh, ha, ha. <laughs> he he's definitely very talented and a very gifted musician. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't. Uh, I I never really liked country music uh, most of my life all that much. It was all too twangy and honky tonk and hick. And I liked my rock and roll. Um, but uh, but later on, like in the two thousands and stuff, um, country became more country rock it it had like a more of an edge to it with uh, a lot of the um, uh, new bands coming out and uh, you know like um montgomery gentry and um and even some of the older ones um uh, uh, uh they got a little bit into that um and you know and, and stuff and then people like brad paisley and um and trace atkins and stuff uh they they got a little more of a rock edge to them and and um and stuff and and that's what got me listening and and then um uh maybe you know back in the days of I should have been a cowboy when Toby Keith first started even when Brad Paisley first started I think his first album he, he like wore all kinds of like you know rhinestones on his jacket in the uh, first front cover of, you know just like the you know, in the in the nineties, uh, late nineties and stuff, and Trace Atkins was more like, uh, you know. But then they kind of transitioned. 
So that's what got me to listen to them. So I started listening to more. And, you know, I, I oh, well, who's this artist? Who's that artist? And that's when I got into Co- Toby Keith, too, and stuff. He, he, he does know how to rock. But um, I think the thing about him was his, his songwriting um, and everything. And some, some of it is a little twangy, but by then I kind of got used to that. So, um, and it helped me, like, appreciate, even go back and appreciate the older stuff like the old Hank Williams and all the stuff that I kind of missed out on because at the time it was too twangy. But it kind of opened the door for me to appreciate that genre of music a lot more than I used to. And the whole nine yards, and Toby Keith helped do that. But he he was a powerhouse. I mean, um, uh, one of the top uh, entertainers. It's, uh, it's uh, yeah. amazing. So that's how I got into into Toby Keith. I got into country music, wanted to see what else. And, you know, and I watched uh, a lot of CMT, too, um, <laughs> back in those days. So there was a Toby Keith, like, video, music video, like almost every other song uh, that they played on that thing. Yeah. Also with country music, I mean, the country music station, Toby Keith. And the thing is, is you didn't get sick of Toby Keith. Yeah, he always had something something to say. Now, I, I heard, too, that uh, when he started out, he really was fascinated with, uh, not like a lot of country music stars do, they, uh, they, they fish around a little bit looking for, like, that new song that somebody else wrote. And, uh, and, that, and thank goodness for the industry of just country music songwriters that, um, that I, I think I, I understand that part of it. I, I used to really appreciate uh, more uh, artists that did their own songs, that wrote their own songs and stuff, but uh, country music and, and a lot of you know music, I guess, I don't know, uh, they're known for like fishing around for like, um, like new songs new hit songs that they could latch on to and make their own. But Toby Keith, from uh, uh, early on when I saw him in an interview, he said he was mostly fascinated with um, being able to not do that and write his own songs and um, get nice. his own songs out and make them hits and uh, instead of fishing around for other people's songs. But, yeah, yeah. Um... I seen this interview, and we're 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 gonna we're gonna play a quick song right now. And, and let's face it, Nick, if we don't play this song, we're we're gonna get a lot of emails tomorrow. All right, that's Ooh. just the way it is. We're we're gonna get a lot of people that it's gonna be really ticked off. Like, why did you not play that song? <laughs> You're doing. But um, I I did see an interview with uh, Toby, and. Uh, the interview, I think it was like late night with David Letterman or something, and um, he was on it, and um, him and his friends were sitting around in the living room, and Toby Keith said, you can write a number one song out of anything in the world, anything. And they said, no, you can't. No, you can't. He says, yes, sir, you can. I'm going to take a challenge. Give, give I, You guys tell me what you want me to write a song about, and I will turn it into a number one hit song. He said his friends were thinking around the living room and everything, and they said, well, write a hit song about this specific subject. Are we ready? 
And it became yep. the number one song. He actually got in. I mean, he even got Larry Bird to spin a red solo cup on his finger. 
which is my favorite all-time basketball player. So that was really cool to see that. Yeah, I I, I liked uh, the cameos in that video, and I like how they uh, uh, a lot of the people in the video were challenged to like make things out of red solo cups, like a like a a, a, a fake movie projector and and stacking them on things and you know and and all that. That it, it was yeah. fun. You know, uh, we got a red solo cup um, sitting by itself in the front of the driveway. Because I came across social media that people have been across America kind of doing that, and then bars have yeah. been like uh, serving uh, beer in red solo cups to honor him, and even basketball um, arenas and, and stuff and uh, their games this week have been serving red solo cups. So that's that's pretty neat. Yeah. Red solo cup must be making a fortune out of that. <laughs> <laughs> As if beer pong didn't do it enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we... Yeah. So that's kind of cool that he did that. You know, that that song was out of a dare, and he told his friends that he could do it, and he did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was really neat. Yeah, you know, we are really taking callers if... If anybody wants to call in and talk about their favorite uh, Toby Keith moment, uh, please feel free to call in. The call-in number is 563-999-3709. And if you're listening on Facebook, if anybody wants to message me here on uh, Facebook, I will play your favorite Toby Keith song also. And anywhere else anybody is listening, uh, just email us or call in, and we will play your favorite Kobe Keith moment, or if you want to talk about anything about Toby Keith, let us know. Yeah. 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 You know, That's I saw a thing on do. YouTube uh, the other day, too, Kurt Cobain talking about Toby Keith. Not Kurt, Co- Kurt Cobain. Um, Stephen what? Colbert. Where did I get that Kurt Cobain from? Stephen Colbert. And they turned out to be good friends over over the years and stuff. Uh, uh, when uh, um, Stephen Colbert first uh, interviewed him on his uh, show, um, he, like, uh, I guess they, they have different political preferences. They're, you know, different kinds of people. And um, and Colbert like uh, uh, kind of approached him uh, uh, with some kind of I I don't know prejudice and stuff, and then he realized uh, uh, how much they were getting along, and it turned out to be a great interview. And what he took away from that, what he said after Toby Keith died, when he like made a statement at his desk on YouTube uh, about um, uh, how Toby Keith like taught him to not prejudge any guest. Um, uh, and uh, 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 to just get along and let them say what they have to say, because uh, uh, a lot of them can be really cool, even though you have differences of opinion. And um, at, after the show, um, they encountered each other in the hallway. Uh, Toby Keith was coming out of the green room, and uh, Colbert was coming out of his um, his, his 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 room. And um, Toby Keith was leaving, but he uh, he stopped Stephen Colbert and turned around and said. Um, something I'm paraphrasing, something like, um, um, uh, 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 you know, um, 
um, whatever it is that you do, you're fucking good at it. <laughs> and, oh, nice. And then, and and uh, because he said that, um, somebody embroidered for Stephen Colbert those words on a little pillow and presented it to him. Oh, and nice. Thinks, so he always remembers that. And then later, you know, Stephen Colbert, I forgot what award ceremony, but uh, Toby Keith was being inducted into something, and Stephen Colbert uh, turned out to be the host for for that induction, and he sung uh, I'm Not As Good As I Once Was. I, I haven't seen it yet, but Stephen Colbert himself like sung I Ain't As Good As I Once Was. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and see, so, yeah. That's a that's a little tidbit for you. Nice. Who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> uh, it, you know, if um, if uh, uh, Toby Keith uh, was a woman and wearing a skirt, the, the lyrics would probably be for that one song, brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue. <laughs> Uh, just that's a stupid joke. So stupid. Here's another stupid joke. Um, Clifford, the big red dog, uh, was once a red solo pup. Oh my god! That's that's terrible. That's terrible. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, Nick, you, oh uh, no, actually, yeah, no, that's kind of cute. I got a million of them. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Should we should we play another Toby Keith song? Okay. Let's do it. Okay. All right, let's do it. Another Toby Keith song. All right, song. here we go. Groovy. Nick, let me know when you know what song it is. Yeah, oh, okay. We got losers. Chain smokers and boozers. Man, we got Japanese and we got Barker. We got thirsty hitchhikers.
but that and that's back in that that pretty date much dates it um but yeah yeah i think probably mississippi moonshine meat and magic company was probably my favorite all-time bar in my life um but yeah i i love that bar you know um toby keith actually has a restaurant called i love this bar and grill i yeah. I, I believe it's in vegas uh, but yeah, uh, I always wanted to go there. Haven't yet, but yeah, I love this bar and grill. Nice. They must have like some kind of flowers outside of that thing this week or something. Uh, but yeah, they better. Hey, he was an entrepreneur, just like um, like uh, Sammy Sammy Hagar uh, with his Cabo Wabo Cantina and Alice Cooper. Um, Cooperstown, I think it's called. That's like a restaurant, I think, in Vegas also, and some others. I mean, you know, maybe who knows if uh, in, in another life, if I was as successful, I probably would have like tried opening like a restaurant too in another life. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I love this bar and grill, and <laughs> that's pretty groovy. And stuff, and I I saw another thing on YouTube today too. With uh, Sammy Hagar came over to Toby Keith's house. It's a nice house, and they went on a little tour. They they did like a a song together, and I don't think Sammy Hagar ever heard it before. Um, but he like they brought out their guitars, and Sammy caught on with it, and they they did a kind of duet together. Uh, it's um. Uh, that song that uh, Toby Keith sings, uh, it's fairly recent, too. Uh, um, it's, uh, uh, Pirates Never Ruled the World Because of Rum. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, and then he showed, like, uh, Sammy Hagar, his car collection in the garage. And um, apparently Sammy Hagar had bought him a car, too. And he was going, oh, this, that, there's the car right there. And... You know, if I was um, if I was Sammy, or if I was there with them, I I I would not be able to contain myself, and I would like tell Toby Keith, oh, you know, I love this car. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, nice. Yeah. I love this yeah. car. <laughs> yeah, my my favorite bar was the owner's box. Oh. Yeah, and if Corey and anybody is listening, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, We loved that bar. That was our place to go after work. Um, But they shut down, and then it became Icy's. But, yeah, my, my bar was owner's bar. It was just a sports bar with a pool hall. It was really cool. Oh, yes. Everybody that that actually, at one point in time of their life, that frequented a bar, um, has uh, hopefully good memories of their favorite bar too. Not everybody has to go to bars, you know. But uh, those, you know, life lessons too for me, uh, kind of helped me build uh, who I am right now from. You know, past experiences, including including bars. I got in between like a lot of bar fights, and kind of made people settle down. 
I, I, I had uh, not a lot of alcohol in me to give me the balls enough to do it, but I mean, you know, it's not, those were weird days. Never got into fights. I always tried to avoid or or stop them if they were annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff, and I always like to control the crowd with my uh, my karaoke voice, Did or even if it wasn't karaoke. Though I mean, there's like I'm a clamper, um, eclampus vitus, uh, and uh, there's a nice bar that's still down the street. I just remember that too, and it's a clamper bar. It's a, it's a, oh, you know, yeah, down yeah. and what? Yeah, no, we went to go. That. We went to go play pool there one night, and that bartender did not like me. Uh, they only serve beer, but a lot of red shirts, which are like clampers, you have to be initiated. They've been around since the gold gold rush eras. Ronald Reagan was a clamper. Anyway, long story. It's a, like, uh, you know, I, I wrote about them, by the way, uh, in my collection, Red Wet Dirt. Uh, red Afterworld is inspired by... My experience with the with the Eclampus vitis, I don't give away any secrets, but uh, don't have to when I fictionalize things and turn them into vampires. Anyway, uh, yeah, I even wrote um, in that collection the opening uh, uh, story, the Yuletide thing, um, is about a couple that goes to a Toby Keith concert. In fact, and Toby Keith actually yeah. shows up at the end. Oh, yeah, I remember thing. that. Uh, I, I also yeah. uh, I got a comic book, book version of it that I'm trying to develop, but it's all been penciled. Um, all the panels, the whole story has been penciled, and um, and and uh, when I somehow like put that out, I think I I think I'm going to in a very different way. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, me and my ex, it's based on a true kind of a true story. Me and my ex went to a Toby Keith concert, and it turned into a nightmare. And uh, she turned out to be a creature that looks like a big mosquito that collects human hearts and eats them for Christmas. So, uh, but uh, Toby Keith, I mean, uh, uh, he he shows up at the end uh, to try to comfort the the guy. Um, and it's it's it's, it's cool. If yeah, it it was published originally in Doorways Magazine. And then a couple of other anthologies, but it's in my Red Wet Dirt collection. Um, it's really cool. I'm very proud of it. And you know, speaking of Toby Keith, that's um, how much he's influenced me that I put him into a short story. Damn. So you you already knew he was a hit. Oh well, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was in the middle of his heyday, really, with all these albums and all these chart you know things and and stuff i was really into him of course because you know i went to uh took what's her name to a concert it was like two hours away in the forest at this like forest kind of cabin resort place we we went there before to see alice cooper um but uh this time it was a, a toby keith concert and and i loved it. it i mean um every time toby keith does a concert uh and I, I'm really glad I went to one of his. I don't go to concerts much, but uh, I, I'm glad I went to that anyway, because it was great to see him live on stage. Who, who, 
who thought that this kind of thing would happen too? I mean, I'm a doctor, and and within a year and a half he dies, and he was like a chunky dude. I mean, he was big, and and you know, and he was so scrawny at the end, and and it was it was really sad. I mean, everybody can see it. You could tell. We kind of rooted for him and hoped that he would get over it, like he said in his last interview, that he'd get over it and he'd get back to normal, and then he'll. Hopefully he'll like change people's lives um, that have cancer um, because of what he went through. But yeah, um, yeah. Um, well, um, he didn't get a yeah. chance to do that. Yeah, that's a shame. Hey, uh, this is the first. Well, no, it's not the first Toby Keith song that I heard. Of course, I heard American Soldier, which. You know, if we don't play that one tonight, we're going to get kind of hate mails. But uh, you actually introduced me to this song when I got to uh, California. And this is like the first Toby Keith, uh, besides American Soldier, this is the first Toby Keith. And you played this for me when I got off work. Ah. Uh, yeah. Do you know what this is? Uh, no, I don't until I start hearing it. I could probably oh, say okay. the first few notes. I should, but, probably, uh, I, should probably, I should probably hit the play button, right? Maybe, and then I'll know. Then we'll all okay. know. We'll all know the all secret. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this is like the the first song that I heard in California by Toby Keith, and you played it for me. You were, good, you were downloading all those videos. Yeah, I got uh I I uh I got uh, if anybody's heard of Plex, uh, um it's pretty cool. You can upload stuff from your computer and watch it like it's an app on your whatever tablet uh TV thing. And so uh, I got a compilation of like um a lot of the especially 2000s music videos and I sometimes I play them throughout the day on random, and I've got like I don't know four hundred of them. Anywho, <laughs> yeah. So this I, is a million the <laughs> this is the first official video that you ever let me watch by Toby Keith. Okay then. And I remember it because I really love the song. I do too. Whatever it is.
that's just, you know, I mean, geez. You know, um, it, 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 I, I wish that we were doing a show about Toby Keith with Toby Keith, and he's still alive. You know, people like yeah, that. that was- we did some other tribute shows, too, and, and stuff, but uh, I figured, uh, you know, uh, this this is kind of worth it. it. When you really think about it, too, like when Prince, David Bowie, Meatloaf, um, Tom Petty, a lot of those, you, you don't really think about it until after you hear that they just died on the news uh, about how much their music uh, meant to you over the years, uh, listening to them over decades uh, of time, you know, and, and how, you know, the parties that you've had, they'd be in the background, or the concerts you went to with them, or what a fan you are or aren't even, we're all still influenced by pop, pop culture. And this is one of the greats from the country music genre, um, just as much as like Prince, almost. <laughs> well, Prince, he, he, he's been around since the 70s. Toby Keith has been around since the uh, late 90s, I think. Um, but, yeah, um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, that's like, that's half the time of Prince still. He influenced so many people, um, probably just as many in the the three decades or so that he's, he he was around. Yeah. Yeah, he's just one of the did you just meow? No, that that was uh Buddy. Buddy's uh, sitting on the table uh, oh, okay. like uh, listening <laughs> in to Hey Buddy, do you have something oh. to say? What? Say something? <clears throat> Uh, I took I, I I put the phone against his mouth, and he didn't say anything. And when I took it away, he meowed. So I put it back, and he didn't me. Yeah, uh, we tree. we we heard the se- I heard the second meow. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, <laughs> he was. I I think he's phone shy. He knows that a lot of people are listening. Hey, shy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, some people are like that. That's okay, though. Yeah, they live through it. Yeah. Where do they go? They come here. <laughs> and, and, and that's about cats. Not that is true, man. Here. We we. Uh, <laughs> we are we are we are the uh, cat cat treat. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah I, I think uh, I think there's there's a bunch of um, uh, homeless cats beyond Walmart down the street, and every once in a while one hears about the legend of there's this house that lets cats in, and and you can go there. It's the grass is greener over there. All you have to do is cross Watt Avenue and get there. It's a long journey, but once you're there, they'll they'll take you in. It'll be a while. But they love cats. <laughs> we do. We love our little family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and they love Toby right. Keith. They, they did. Toby Keith. Should we play Their another Toby like Keith? Up when I play a Toby Keith song. Should we play another Toby Keith? 
Uh, okay. All right. I so, think Buddy's going to like this yeah, one. We've, we've, covered, we've covered a bunch of, uh, like, uh, um, his, uh, kind of his, uh, he has um, serious songs, and he's got party songs, and he's got uh, patriotic yeah, I was, songs. Yeah, I was going to play a comedy song. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. And a one, and a two. Yep. I ain't as good 
actually, I think, went beyond that. Uh, almost to the point of, I mean, there's there's a history of ever since there, there's been war in television and radio and Bob Hope, ever since like Bob Hope, I think Toby Keith um, was like the new Bob, I mean, Bob Hope for years and years, like um, went overseas, got like entertainment people to help him, uh, kind of like with the same fervor that Jerry Lewis Lewis had with the muscular dystrophy telethons that he did over the years. But Toby Keith, I mean, look at, I mean, that dude flew overseas so many times to support the troops. I just saw a YouTube video the other day and hundreds of, of troops there. And it was just him and his guitar and another guy that played backup vocals and a backup guitar. And that was it. And hundreds of troops. And uh, he just, he was the focus of the whole, at, at the end of the show, they gave him a special knife uh, from the Marines that was inscribed, and they gave him like a, 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 just like some, like, you know, things of gratitude. It's amazing. Uh, so, I mean, really, like the days of Bob Hope, um, they're now, uh, during the, you know, the 2000s and 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 since I mean, man, I could go on and on what I've seen about. I mean, when he's talking about being a patriot, that damn fool means it. I mean, um, he's not a charlatan. He really was. Uh, he he wore himself on his sleeve, being uh, you know backing America and the and the troops and and his country roots. And he he, he was a. Uh, um, he came from the oil fields, and and he was a football player for a while, and and then he started making it with uh, with trying to you know go around to taverns and stuff, playing his guitar, and then then he broke it really well with uh, should have been a cowboy back in the late nineties. I can go on, can go on, Toby Keith over the years. I mean, the guy is is really a legend that transcends. The genre of boundaries. Okay, I'm I'm done. I'm um, on my pedestal. <laughs> all right, yeah, you're talking about. Um, I I haven't heard this song. I'm um. I'm pre-playing it, but it says Toby Keith sings "American Soldier" with ten-year-old fan at Blossom Music Center. Oh, okay then. Yeah, this is a great song. This is one of his serious and patriotic songs. Everybody in the military knows the words. It's amazing. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the oh, American not, way. Well, that's not American soldier, but yeah, that's the other one. That's, yeah. Oh. Oh, wait. Ah, dang it. Uh-oh. That's not American soldier, Francie. I'll put a boot in your ass. I know. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> uh, wait, something went wrong. Uh oh. We spent a lot of time together, and I haven't seen him since I was over there in April and May. He's here tonight. He's got his new fiance with Hold on. Yep. All right. Live radio. In live radio. 
Almost. It, it's there. Trying to be a father. Can you hear it? Kind of. A lot of great foundations in this country who uh, yeah. do a lot of things less fortunate. Make a Wish Foundation has asked me Cleveland chapter here. Make a young man's dream come true tonight. Oh wow! The Make a Wish kid. Ah. So y'all say hello to Trevor. Wow. Uh, Nick, you got to drop the phone and come in and see this. Hello? Leave it up there. Oh, no! Miller just lobbed a message way over There it is. I'm just trying to be your father.
Ah, they're saluting each other. Wow. And Toby Keith's backing up Ron, letting him take the whole stage. pretty neat uh yeah I, I wasn't there with you uh watching it because i don't want my phone oh, to interfere man, with you're cry. Show and, and but uh i mean i teared up just listening to it that's pretty cool he had the kids doing it Niagara Falls. And Niagara Falls. I thought you said you had their balls I, for some reason. What? What? No. No, Niagara Falls. Okay, I, I get it now. You're clear. You're coming in clear now. Okay. Um, yeah, that 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 was really cute. Yeah, he. Yeah, that sounded uh, like me. And the kid knew all the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was really nice. I, I saw a few things too. Um, uh, Toby Keith's uh, known for this on stage um, with uh, like um, getting, I don't know how he does it, singling somebody out. Like um, uh, he, uh, uh, I saw today uh, a, a thing where he, he singled out uh, the wife of a uh, veteran that's overseas, stationed overseas. He's a major. Um, in the uh, 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 Marines Army. Anyway, um, and uh, he had her go up on stage, and he sung that song, uh, American Soldier, and then she turned around, and her husband was right behind her. She had no idea that he was uh, uh, back home. Wow. And the whole audience, like, cheered. He's known for that. He's done that many times, those kinds of things. Um it's really cool to watch. Yeah, yeah. I gotta tell you, you know, the, I'm I'm watching these videos as they're playing, and uh, man, it, 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 it it's it's breaking my heart watching them. Yeah, you left behind a big legacy, and it just all happened like. Kind of really quickly, too. He survived COVID, the whole COVID thing. Everybody had to wear masks, and, you know, it's all everybody was paranoid. Uh, but then he got stomach cancer, and then uh, slowly but surely. Uh, amazing. Um, yeah. All right, Nick, he, um, yeah, maybe uh, we should let the man speak. Head. What? Who? Oh, go ahead and no. Keep going. What? Ooh, how? 
Where? I I was uh, I I found a video and it says uh, Toby Keith finally expressed his feelings. But oh, uh, finally think, he always did. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he though? But about the uh, the, the cancer. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Can we play but, it? Uh, um. Hmm. I don't know. How long is it? Uh, ten minutes. Oh, that's too long. Okay, we won't. So play people it. want to hear us talk anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um um you know, um I was I was kind of even thinking too, uh uh at, at Toby Keith has a lot of like uh studio albums over the years. Um thinking about which one my favorite might be. And I think it's Honky Tonk University and stuff. Um most of the album is is like I was talking earlier about um, country music being a little too twangy for me, and it it's along those lines when you the first like few songs are really like uh, I mean I can listen to them forever. Uh, the other ones um, uh, got to me uh, after the first couple of times I heard them, and. Uh, there's there's one about um uh breaking up with uh uh with a woman and um and it starts out really bluesy i forgot what it's called and he's like crying almost crying in his beer and then um and then the song like gets really upbeat and he's talking about hey i'm glad that you're gone me and the woman i was seeing behind your back we're both glad that you left and and uh, we were wondering when it was going to ever happen. And Yahoo, it's it's a great. It, these are great times now. Glad that you left. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what it's called. Those wow. that, that are listening, um, that that are Toby Keith fans, you know which song I'm talking about. I can't pick up. up um, but that's from Honky Tonk University. That album. So that that album has um, I ain't as good as I once was. Uh, but the, the opening song, Honky Tonk You, um, it pretty much talks about how he became a country singer. It's a, well, it's very biographical. Uh, my grandmother had a, had a night, owned a nightclub on the Arkansas, Oklahoma line. Mama put me on went there summertime. That's all about him. It's biographical. My grandmother owned a nightclub on the Arkansas line. Mama put me on a greyhound and I went to stay with her in the summertime. I thought the two that belonged there can stack on in the back and make a hand. Pretty nice. Let me 
Exactly what I was talking about. Yay! Yeah, that, that's actually very biographical. That's how he got his career started. He talked about his whole life, pretty much. And I was like, yeah.
because I actually grew up in one of these places. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the trailer park. <laughs> oh, you, why you got to tell everybody I live in the trailer park? He pinpointed this. He he pinpointed this song completely. Trailer park. There were bonfires. There was music playing. 
And you had more than one mama. <laughs> and you had like tiny little uh, inflatable swimming pools that can only fit like we two did. children. But but the the big guys would like always go in there and pick it up. <laughs> my my mom actually had a four foot pool. Man, we were the bomb. We had the bomb trailer. My mom ended up with a four foot pool because my aunt Pat gave it to us. She got a bigger pool. Mm-hmm. So we were the bottom of the trailer park, man. We had a four foot pool. Oh, and everybody was at our. Did, did you have? Did <laughs> yeah. you have sprinklers? Did you have sprinklers? No, but my mom did te- uh, did uh, teach me how to set fires. Because we always had a bonfire outside of our front yard, and the whole trailer park would come. Yeah, oh, that's cool. If, if I had a, if I uh, lived in a trailer, I would, uh, I would do like what Gretchen Wilson said uh, about having Christmas lights all year long. Totally did it. Totally. Yeah, did it. I, I, I have Halloween lights all year long. Only in one part of the side of the house where I'm standing right now, I, I still have. <laughs> it's a little Halloweeny still. I have skeletons and and lights. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and those lights are cool anyway. They don't have to be taped onto a holiday. They're groovy. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of feel sorry, Nick. You did not go up and grow up in a trailer park, man. It was a community. No, I didn't. It, but I can imagine. I've seen it in movies. Yeah. It's a community. I mean, no, I've... I've uh, I, I've slept on sidewalks. Uh, yeah, never been in a. Um, I, I've um, I've I've stayed for a few days in a trailer, and I know what trailer is, and all that. Trailers are cool, but uh, no, yeah, I've, I've had nice. I've slept in my car for a while when I or back in the days for a little bit when my parents kicked me out. And when I didn't have a car, I'd sleep on the sidewalk. There were those days, yes, indeedy. Few and far between, though. That was a long time ago. But I know what it's. And you know, I sometimes there's like a trailer park around the corner from us. And whenever I pass it, I kind of look and I go, "Wow, that's a that's that's a huge lot of people must be living there." And some of the um, um, they look really good. I mean, geez, you know, they got their own, like, little, uh, people have their own space. They got their own, like, little tiny front yard. Um, and, you know, I mean, geez, I mean, um, I, I can't, um, I mean, people live large and small. That's a good way to live. Um, especially with these new houses that I, I could go on. I, I digress. I, I, yeah, I've never lived in a trailer park. I've known people that have. I used to like do meth in trailer parks. <laughs> Back in the early 90s when I was, you know, I went through that. Um, and I went to some that um, were very nice. Um, uh, that Like a couple of old people I was trying to convert to Christianity back in my knocking on doors days with uh, trying to tell Jesus. Uh, 
So, I mean, anywho, <laughs> now I'm going just on and on and on. But, you know, um, I bet you um, most of them were Toby Keith fans. Yeah. I bet you that most of them knew who he was. Yeah, oh, you know, um, uh, I, I, when we were trying to get people for the show to, like, uh, call in, some of, the, some of those um, didn't even know who Toby Keith was. Uh, one of them said... Oh, I know the song Red they, Solo Cup. I didn't know who sung know it. Enough about, they said we don't know enough about him. Enough about him. But, uh, yeah, but um, those people don't really like country music and stuff. They they have, there's so many genres and so many, I mean, how can, um, uh, uh, I mean, I've never heard of, because I don't like, like a lot of pop music and stuff. I mean, I've heard of, I've heard of, I know, a lot of Taylor Swift songs, only because of um, in the 2000s she started in country music, and so I've heard of her since. Um, if I never did, I would think that she's just another pop art artist like Shakira or whatever. And I'm not really into that genre, so there's a lot of like stuff, people that artists that I've never heard of that were probably on the Grammys. Too, so I mean. You know, God help whoever, if your musical criteria doesn't involve all genres and you've never heard of somebody before. Um, yeah, but, I mean, I think, uh, because we're having a Toby Keith show, that um, people that haven't heard of Toby Keith before or don't know of his songs, um, this can educate them a little bit. because. It's worthy. I mean, his I stuff agree. should be heard, whether it's country music or pop or any of that. I mean, man, you know, yeah. his music, like I said, like half an hour ago or so, fans genres, really, because you can relate. Nick, it's funny that you said that because guess what I found? What? What did you find? Stephen Corb. Corbell uh, bids farewell. Oh, that uh, interview thingy. Yeah, that's that's really he kind of teared up when he was talking about him. As I imagine, a lot of people he's influenced so many people's lives. Here we go. planning to watch the Super Bowl this weekend? Do you want to build in the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. I'm going to watch it from here. I'm pretty excited about it. You yeah. Know, we got a bunch of people here who are pulling for Casey and a bunch of people here who are pulling for the 49ers. I heard you. And I want to, I just want to like, look, I, it's going to take courage, but I have to say it. I have to take sides and say I, I'm happy for both of them. Uh, coming up in just a minute, we've got uh, Joy Reid from The Readout on MSNBC. He's going to be out here in just a minute right there. And then two-time WNBA champion Asia Wilson will be out here in just a moment. Now, uh, folks, as you probably heard, uh, last night we lost country music legend Toby Keith passed away at the age of 62. I was shocked, saddened when I saw the news this morning. I knew Toby was ill. He'd been fighting stomach cancer for some time, but I still had hope 
that we see each other again and that we would hear him on the stage. Because I was lucky enough to become friends with Toby over the years, as improbable as that seems. We met very early on on the Colbert Report. And back then, there was a not-so-helpful legend that I had knives out for some of my guests. And it didn't help that at the beginning, I sometimes did. And I remember having some kind of plan for Toby, I think related to his booting your ass song. But right before I went on stage, I remember vividly looking down in my shoes and saying, what are you doing? You're a host. He's your guest. Make him feel welcome. See who he is. And what do you know? We hit it off like a house of fire. I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed talking to Toby Keith. And evidently, Toby had a good time, too, because after the show, I was headed to a post-mortem meeting, and he was coming out of his green room, and those rooms were on the same hallway. And as he was heading for the door that goes out on 54th Street, he turned and caught my eye and said, Hey, man, you do a great job. Whatever the f*** it is you do. <laughs> I took that as the greatest compliment, so much so that my, my then head writer, Allison Silverman, uh, for Christmas, had that stitched on a pillow for me. And it, it has been in my office ever since. That day, Toby taught me not to prejudge a guest and to have my intentions and to keep my eyes open to the reality of who they are. And for that lesson, and for a lot of other things, I'm always going to be grateful. This is a man who rose from Oklahoma's oil fields, where he worked on a rig, and the state's football fields, where he was a semi-professional defensive end, to become one of the most consistent hit makers in country music for more than three decades. 20 Billboard number one songs, 42 top ten hits, and rooms full of platinum and gold albums. Toby was a great performer, unapologetically patriotic, opinionated, brash, often controversial, but resonating with legions of fans by writing their lives in a very real and entertaining way. So we had him on a lot. He was always fun. He was in my, my Christmas special back in 2008. Uh, we had him on this show where he gave me that guitar, you see right there, which my son now plays, and I hope he'll think of Toby when he does it. One of my greatest honors was when I was asked to induct Toby into the Songwriters Hall of Fame, where I got to sing as good as I once was a song I used to listen to every night before going on stage. I think he enjoyed how unlikely a pair we seemed. I sure did. You know, like, when, when people are excited when a duck and a horse are friends? <laughs> well, for the record, I was the duck. But Toby was always surprising people. You would think you, you know who Toby Keith was. And then you're watching Obama's Nobel Peace speech, and there's Toby Keith giving him a standing ovation. Toby, what are you doing this time? Toby taught me not to judge people too quickly. Nah. And with his passing, I'm going to try to remember that again. It's something we all need. I'm sure Toby and I disagreed about many things, as so many Americans do these days. More and more of us are angry and angrier with each other. But tonight, I will issue this invitation to anybody. I do not care. I will meet you at this place. I will meet you. Keith is gone. Thank you, big dog. We'll be right back with Joanne Reed. Yeah, that says it all. That says it all. Yeah. 
We are about to be. We are about to be cut off. Uh, before we get cut off, is there anything you want to say? Um. Um. Yeah, big influence musically in in my life. Um, I never would have thought that, in the, you know, growing up in the seventies, eighties, nineties, country music, um, you know, just got to me uh, in the two thousands, and I I got to have a rich experience, musical experience, listening to all that. And Toby Keith is um, is one of the tops that really impressed me, and it's so tragic um um that uh, you know um because he was so you know, you know um he was so energetic and so and he he was consistent and everything and then just you know all of a sudden i mean um i hope to god um i don't get cancer Francie or anybody i i know i i've known some people that have died uh, from it, and um, it's just a, it's just so tragic that um, for some reason or other, um, he just uh, passed away um, from the whole thing. Uh, it just like stayed a little bit longer. Maybe um, something miracle could have happened. Who knows? But he um, he did live a life that influenced a great many people um so that's why we have a show tonight because of him um and um uh, and all the stuff that he's done over over the decades i mean he is a legend up until the last minute i mean god bless him um influenced so many people's lives his musical history is legendary i i can't stop talking enough and we are going to go off, but and we have talked about this for the last uh, hour and a half. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can't stop talking enough about him. I could talk about other other celebrities and musical influences that that um, uh, that I love, but um, Toby Keith is certainly one of the one of the one of the big ones. One of the big ones. Uh, amazing, amazing dude, and God bless him. God rest his soul. Hope he's up there in heaven with his cowboy hat, talking about I ain't as good as I once was. I'm better now because <laughs> I'm in heaven. Exactly. Because it seems like he's the type of guy that definitely made it to heaven. I mean, everything that he's done, he's done a lot of charity, and. You know, when I heard about it, I was like, oh, Toby? No. <laughs> and, you know, he's just, I don't know, man. I, I guess when a celebrity comes into your life, it's like Robin Williams. What? Gene Wilder. What? No. Yeah. No, that didn't happen. You know, these are people or that like are... Or like our friends and Tom Petty and, and Meatloaf and, and so many others and... Hey, and then you got guys like Alice Cooper who just turned 76. He just came out with a brand new album. And he's like doing like fine and he's 76. Is that awesome? I mean, some people. I mean, we're all different. We all have whatever our physicalities are, uh, whatever the fate 
God's plan. It might be. Um, yeah. Who knows? People like I've had authors that have just dropped dead. Yeah, he he did a lot of great things, and uh, Toby Keith. Man, rest in peace. You will always be remembered. And I can't think of a better song to send us out than this one. Are you ready? Oh, it's not going to be Weed with Willie. Weed with Willie. Oh, but that's okay. Oh, do you want me to play that one and then we'll... Okay, hold on. I got to get... I got to open up another page. Oh, uh, what were you going to play? Well, do you want to hear that song? I don't know which song you're talking about. But I was going to suggest Weed with Willie because it's, like, funny. But, uh, yeah, on uh, hmm. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yes? All right.
radio, how do you like me now? appropriate song to end the show with. Yeah, we're yeah. about to be cut off. Nick? Oh. Well, I had who? fun talking with oh, me? you. Oh, yeah, that was groovy. I like the word groovy. Yeah, this is like about an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, wouldn't you know it? Oh, with just the two of us, just the two of us. We can have a show if we try, just the two of us, and Toby, Keith, and his spirit, and whatever, and, you know, and this will go on to, like, iHeartRadio and all the other places where you can get podcasts and radio shows from. Yeah. Yeah. Say goodnight, Keith. Huh? Say goodnight, Nick. Oh, goodnight, Nick. All right. Love you. I love you, too. Woo-woo. Hamsters, they woo. They like the woo. Everywhere. They like it so much. Yeah. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.